What would your life look like if you felt confident in your body and in your health habits? We believe that confidence is possible for all people. This is the Free Method Podcast, and I'm your host, Dylan Murphy, registered dietitian and owner of Free Method Nutrition. We are dedicated to empowering women to make peace with food, heal their relationship with their body, and create sustainable health habits. Come hang with us each week as we have conversations that will inspire you to live a life of freedom. Let's dive into today's show. As some of y'all may know, I have been supplementing some of Calder's feedings with Bobby over the past four months, and we have been loving it. One of the main reasons why we chose Bobby when we knew we were going to add formula to Calder's feeding is because of their high quality ingredients and simple recipe. As the only mom-led and founded infant formula company in the U.S. with an organic European-style recipe that meets all FDA standards, they continue to set the bar as the leading clean infant formula. And they recently have received the Clean Label Project Purity Award and pesticide-free certification. This is huge. And really what this means, the Clean Label Project, it evaluates products for substances that would never be found on the product label. So things like heavy metals, pesticide residues, and plasticizers. And the fact that Bobby received this award gives me the confidence as a parent and the peace of mind knowing that what Calder is getting and ultimately what's going into his body contains all the ingredients that his body needs and nothing that it doesn't. So if you're in need of a high quality formula to feed your baby, Bobby definitely has my stamp of approval. Head to freemethodnutrition.com slash Bobby, B-O-B-B-I-E to order yours today and use promo code DylanMurphy10 so you can get 10% off. All right, y'all. I am very excited about this conversation that I'm about to have with you today that was honestly inspired, well, has been inspired a lot in a lot of ways throughout the past seven and a half months of my life of being a mom. But recently I ordered, so let's backtrack for a second. I don't know if y'all have ever heard of Newly, but if you have, or if you haven't, I guess it is a clothing subscription where you can rent clothes for a month and you pick like six clothes, you rent them for a month and then you send them back. And it's great because sometimes I get clothes that are like brand new that still have the tags on and you get to rent them, send them back, or you can keep them and you pay like a discounted price to keep them. So all that being said, it's been really great postpartum and was really great for me in pregnancy when I needed like random dresses or outfits, but I knew like, okay, I'm pregnant right now. So I need something that actually fits, but I don't really want to buy a ton of new clothes. And then same with now of in these postpartum months where it's like, okay, I need clothes that fit, but I don't want to just go and invest in a lot of new clothes. Um, if my body's still changing or, you know, not knowing what size I need, it's been great to like try different sizes. So all of that being said, my recent order came in last week and I got two pairs of shorts because I need some shorts for the summer. So I wanted to try some different styles and different sizes. And the two pairs I got didn't fit. They were too small. And this, I feel like gave me just so many thoughts. And, you know, I think in that moment of like trying on clothes that are in a different size than, you know, I normally would have bought 
pre having Calder um, and then trying them on and saying, okay, these don't fit. These are too small. I think that moment right there is why this like body image work is so important to be able to try on a pair of shorts. They don't fit. They're too small. And being able to just sit with that, have peace with that and know, okay, I need to get a bigger size. And just side tangent really quick. If you're listening and you're like, oh my gosh, I cannot imagine doing that. Like, I feel like if I tried on a pair of shorts and they were too small, that would have just completely derailed my day. I get it. I've been there. I still have moments like that. It's very, very normal. What helps and what can make that shift is having the tools to navigate those thoughts so that it doesn't derail your day. Having the tools to really show yourself kindness, show yourself respect and and knowing that it, you know, doesn't have to be something like, okay, I love my body, but being able to show yourself respect in that moment so that it doesn't derail the rest of your day. And so if you're wanting to really start that journey, I highly recommend looking into the course we recently launched called Body Confidence Playbook, because within that, we go so deep into just mindset and how to reframe our thoughts, how to really look into doing this like opposite action and and speaking to ourselves with kindness and some other body image techniques that I think would be so helpful in your journey. So you can go to freemethodnutrition.com slash course to learn more about that. Okay. Now we're back, back off that tangent. So tried on the shorts, they didn't fit. And I had the thought of like, okay, I'm going to email newly and see if they'll send me a new size. You know, I'll explain I'm postpartum. Don't really know what size that I need right now. So just ordered what I thought might fit too small. So I did, I emailed them. I told them that and they came back and couldn't do the exchange. I would have to, you know, place another order, which is fine. I get it. They're running a business. I really didn't expect them to make an exception, but I think just the act of doing that was powerful for me. And I think another moment where I was like, I wonder if people who are like really, really struggling would have a hard time doing this of emailing someone being like, Hey, this size doesn't fit me. And even thinking about like, not even like a rental, let's think about you bought a pair of shorts and they didn't fit and you needed to buy a bigger size that can feel scary. That can feel hard. And I think what all of this really, really like brought to mind for me, especially thinking specific to the situation I've been in these past seven and a half months of being in this postpartum season is how toxic this like postpartum bounce back culture is. I'm going to say that again, real quick, in case you missed it, how toxic this postpartum bounce back culture is because it is, it's so toxic. It makes you think that, oh, I'm seven and a half months postpartum. I should be able to fit into the shorts that I wore before I was pregnant. I should be able to fit into the jeans I wore before I was pregnant. And sure, there may be some women out there who fit in to their clothes, you know, seven and a half months or however long postpartum that very well may be you. And that's okay. I'm not, you know, shaming anyone for fitting into the clothes that they wore before having a baby. I think what's important is knowing that that shouldn't be your primary focus. So knowing, okay, how can I take care of my body? How can I make sure, you know, I'm nourishing it. I'm not skipping meals. I'm drinking enough water. I'm moving my body. Like I'm doing all these things that prioritize my health. Yes, because absolutely that's important, but we don't want it to get so focused on 
how can I lose the baby weight? How can I bounce back? How can I fit into these jeans that I wore, you know, two years ago? Because that should not be a focus. And I think, no, I don't even think, I know that the world that we live in right now just screams this idea of bounce back. It makes it feel like, okay, I go to my six week postpartum visit. After that, I should work out all the time, should be dropping the baby weight, should fit into the jeans. And it's just not realistic. Like during pregnancy, your uterus literally stretches to the size of a watermelon, if not bigger when you're pregnant. But then the expectation of like, oh, within six weeks or two months or whatever timeline you may give yourself, like I should be able to bounce back. I should be able to fit into my pre-baby jeans. And even that aside, it's like, I should be able to move my body like I did before. I should be able to go on a run. I should be able to go to these workout classes. And that's just not realistic. I think there's so, so much pressure on women that we should be able to just like jump back into life as if we didn't even have a baby, which is so strange because it's like, okay, these whole nine months were praised of like, oh my gosh, look at your belly. Like, are you so excited? Is the nursery ready? Like, oh my gosh, you're going to be a mom. Like all of this like praise and adoration. And then the second the baby's born, we're supposed to look and act like it didn't happen. We're supposed to fit into the clothes, supposed to do the workouts. We're supposed to, I mean, everything's just supposed to be like tied in a pretty bow and we move on with our life. One thing that my pelvic floor PT told me that was so encouraging is, so I had a call with her a few weeks ago and I just had a tennis match and was having a lot of pain in just my pelvic floor area and was super uncomfortable and was kind of frustrated, honestly, because I was like, okay, at that point I was maybe almost seven months postpartum, let's say. And I was kind of frustrated because I was like, I love playing tennis. I've just gotten back into it. And I was in so much pain towards the end of the match. And that wasn't fun. And it kind of felt defeating of like, why can't my body do this? And she was like, Dylan, I want you to look at a, at a picture of yourself from when you were nine months pregnant, look at your body and remind yourself that that's what it looked like. Your body had stretched and grown, developed so much change, so much internally that I didn't even know was going on, you know, hormones and joints and our ribs getting wider. And I mean, so many things that I don't even know. So then having this expectation of like, oh, well now I'm seven months postpartum. Shouldn't I be able to go play tennis and be completely pain-free or throw on the jeans that I wore in 2020 and like go on with my life. And I loved that. She challenged me that with that of like looking at that picture, reminding myself of like, wait, this is literally where I was in September. So how can we expect our body to just um, automatically change? How can we expect to just jump back into routines? And I think that's a huge reason why self-care, why taking care of yourself in these postpartum days is so important. Things like pelvic floor PT or seeing your doctor, working with a doula, going to the chiropractor, um, doing things that that prioritize your body. and also at the same time, reminding yourself that like your, your value as a mom is not based on your gene size, how good of a mom you are, how much you show up for your child is not based on the size of your clothes. Your baby could literally care less if you fit in your old clothes. Your baby just wants a present mom, wants you to show up, wants you to take care of them, nurture them, love them. They don't care if you have to size up in your jeans. 
if you need to throw out clothes that don't fit you anymore. And another thing that's so important to look into is, okay, am I so focused on trying to fit into my pre-baby clothes or so focused trying to, you know, do these workouts the same way I did pre-baby that I'm not taking care of my body? Am I skipping meals? Am I dieting? Am I over-exercising? Am I engaging in behaviors that aren't supporting my body? Because your body just did so much in nine months and then birthing a baby and then everything that happens postpartum with your hormones and healing and, and all of that, that our primary focus, aside from like raising your child, should be focusing on yourself and your body and healing and knowing that it's, it's a slow process. I mean, you carry baby for nine months, so it's going to take, I mean, gosh, at least nine months, if not more to get back to a point where you're like feeling yourself. And I don't even say like feeling and looking yourself, but just like feeling yourself, feeling comfortable, feeling confident in, in who you are in your role as a mom. And (laughs) I don't know. A lot of the moms listening who, I mean, if you're a mom that maybe has, let's say like a 10 year old, a 15 year old, a 20 year old, you might be like, honey, like it's going to be a continuous journey. It doesn't stop at nine months. And if I'm sure, I'm sure that's the case. <laughs> um, Cause I'm not even nine months in. I'm like, I feel like it just, this is continually learning, growing. What I also want you to hear in this conversation is that I get that the postpartum body change is hard. Trust me, I get it. I am in it right now. Like I said, I'm in that like awkward stage of trying to figure out what size fits me. And it's annoying. Like, and annoying for me in the sense of like, okay, I can't really just like order clothes online with ease because I don't know what size I'm going to be. And at the same time saying that, like, I know I come from a place of thin privilege where like I can go into a store and try on different clothing sizes. And some people I know don't have that privilege and that's not okay. There should be more stores that have more variety in sizes, but I also know it's a very real thing. Just trying to figure out what size fits my body and the emotions that can come with that of trying on jeans that you know used to fit and the common denominator that now affects those jeans not fitting is because you grew a child. I know it can be hard to look in the mirror and not fully recognize your body or having to send that email. Like I talked about earlier, go to a store to return, send back clothes that you thought would fit. I know that can be hard buying a bigger size and it's okay. It's okay to sit in that. It's okay to sit in those feelings of like, I'm kind of frustrated that I have to wear a bigger size. I'm kind of not comfortable in my body or I'm kind of feeling not myself right now. And that's okay. And I think that's where bringing people into your journey can be huge. Letting people know the thoughts you're having, whether that's a spouse, a friend, a family member, whoever it may be. Because one thing I found to be true throughout these postpartum days is if I keep thoughts in my head and don't voice them, they're just going to get louder and louder and louder. Versus if I can talk them out with someone, with a fellow mom, with my husband, with whoever it may be, there's so much freedom and power that comes in that. And gosh, motherhood in and of itself is hard. It's a journey. It's, you know, learning 
one thing after another. And it's that like cognitive dissonance of like, it's, it's amazing. And it's so hard. And the body change is absolutely one of those hard things. But what I want to encourage you with is this bounce back culture, like I said, is so toxic. And so knowing that this body change is hard, if you are an expecting mom, if you're maybe hope to be a mom one day, if you're a mom currently, what I encourage you to do is find ways to silence that noise around the postpartum bounce back, or maybe it's not even like the postpartum bounce back. Maybe it's just lose the baby weight, lose the mom weight, get back to how you felt when you were 25, like whatever that like noise is, find ways to silence it, whether it's unfollowing accounts on Instagram, muting people, unsubscribing to different podcasts, um, unfollowing certain like email threads, whatever it may be to help you silence that noise. Sure. I feel like it's going to be impossible to a hundred percent just delete that noise, unfortunately, but the more we can silence it, the better. And then finding ways to fill your feed and your ears with things that actually promote more respect and more kindness for your body. Like this podcast, exactly what you're doing right now, having conversations with friends, following more body positive Instagram accounts are all amazing things to really help support your journey. Because also where, where I want you to get, if you are a mom, if you are in those like postpartum days, I want you to get to a point where you can recognize like, yes, this body change is hard, but if that's the cost it takes to bring this precious life into the world, it's worth it over and over and over again. It's worth it. It doesn't mean you have to say like, it's not hard. It's so easy. No, but recognizing it's hard and it's worth it. It's hard. And I would do it again. One other thing that I just want to like tie up the bow of this conversation with is please, 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 please hear me. Like if you haven't been listening this whole time, turn up the volume and please hear what I'm about to say. Can we just stop telling breastfeeding moms, oh, you're going to lose the baby weight so quick by breastfeeding. Because one, like we've talked about, that feeds into this like postpartum bounce back culture. Two, that's not true. Three, it's not helpful at all. It really isn't. And I think it's so easy. And I know sometimes it may be coming from like a, a good place to like, when you see a, a new mom, like maybe you see a friend right after they had a baby. I think it's easy to want to say like, oh my gosh, you look so good. Or, oh, you're breastfeeding. Like you're going to lose the baby weight so quick. Like, I know it can be easy to want to say those things, but they're not helpful. What you can say instead, you're doing a great job. How can I help you today? or anything else like that, asking them, you know, how are, how are you doing today? Do you want to go on a walk? Can I bring you a coffee? Anything like that, or I'm so proud of you. Whatever comments may make sense for you, but anything besides commenting on their body. So if you're a mom listening to this, I want you to know you're doing a great job, no matter where you are in motherhood whether your kids are like fully grown and out of the house, or you have a newborn that you're holding while you listen to this podcast, I want you to know you're doing a great, great job. 
And if you're pregnant listening to this, I hope this helps you in preparing for those postpartum days and knowing that it's okay to sit in that like middle ground of this body change is hard, but this journey is so worth it. Thanks so much for joining today's episode on the free method podcast. If you enjoyed it, please leave us a five-star review that helps others discover this message of freedom. Share this with your friends and make sure you tag us on Instagram at free method nutrition. And if you're ready to start your own journey to freedom, I'd love to offer you a free call to chat with me about your health goals. Head to freemethodnutrition.com slash free call to schedule yours. We will see you in the next episode.